0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW room void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Are you searching for the best in online black radio? then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com, helping you filter through the noise.
2: Real
3: talk. Black talk.
4: There are warnings that the healthcare system in the Brazilian city of Manaus is on the verge of collapse. A new variant of the coronavirus has been detected there, which shares some of the same mutations seen in Britain and South Africa, which have been linked to increased transmission. The Brazilian strain has already been detected in Japan, in four people who arrived from Amazonas state. The UK has announced a ban on travel from South America. In a moment, we'll hear from a scientist researching the new variant, but first to Katie Watson in Brazil.
5: Manaus say experts is on the point of collapse, In the biggest city in the state of Amazonas, where the variant was first detected, history is repeating itself. Hospitals were overrun last year during the first wave. So many people were affected. There was talk that Manaus could have reached herd immunity when enough people have antibodies through infection that the disease stops spreading. But clearly, that wasn't the case. Once again, doctors and nurses are working flat out. Some patients are being treated at home, because there just aren't enough beds in the hospitals. Scientists are still in the early stages of studying the new variant, but it comes at a difficult time for Brazil, with cases and fatalities reaching levels last seen more than five months ago at the peak of the first wave. In all, more than 200,000 people have died, and more than 8 million cases have been registered. Felipe Naveca is leading the research into the new variant.
3: We really don't know at this time if this virus has already spread over the country. Uh, The Brazilian Ministry of Health gave the alert yesterday that we found a case of reinfection uh, caused by this variant.
5: Add to that, the virus seems to have been forgotten, and there were growing calls from experts to lock down Brazil in the same way as other countries. But with President Jair Bolsonaro still playing down the virus and sowing doubts about the safety of vaccines... It's a scenario that doesn't seem likely yet.
4: Katie Watson. So what more do we know about the Brazilian variant? Chris Smith is a consultant virologist at Cambridge University.
6: Well, in some respects, it's it's reassuring, the fact that it's been detected, because better the devil you do know than the one you're unaware of. Ignorance definitely isn't bliss in this case. But also, it's a shot across our bowels, because it reminds us viruses aren't a static target. They do mutate, some faster than others. Thankfully, coronaviruses tend to change quite slowly. But what's got people spooked here is that this variant in Brazil, also the one from South Africa, they share a lot in common in terms of the changes that have cropped up in them. And the changes are congregating around the the classic spike the special bit of the virus that sticks out from the surface of the virus outer coat and is how it gets into our cells and changes there could lead it to sidestep the protection conferred by the vaccine and that is why people are worried about uh, what this is doing and whether this is a stepping stone towards that happening that it could have some sort of resistance yes it does pack quite a punch in the sense that it has some of the same changes that the UK new variant coronavirus has that endow it with the ability to spread better. But in addition to that, there are other changes also within that special part of the spike protein that the virus uses to get into our cells. And because we make antibodies and our vaccines programme the immune system to make antibodies against that particular structure, changes there which enable the thing to change its shape in such a way that the antibodies find it hard to stick on could mean that the vaccines become less effective. And if you've already got mutants in circulation that are a halfway house towards something which is completely resistant to the vaccine, it's going to be much easier for the virus to do that, especially while we've still got lots of virus circulating in society like we have at the moment uh, and and people who aren't yet vaccinated or aren't immune from their vaccine because their vaccine is only just beginning to take hold. So that's the concern at the moment.
7: One of the things that the um, people who came up with the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, and I think also the Moderna vaccine, uh, were saying that it was because of the novel way in which they constructed their vaccines, it would be easier to tweak them to deal with variants. Would that be some reassurance for potentially for this Brazilian variant.
6: Yes, indeed. Patrick Vallance, who's the UK Chief Scientific Officer, actually made reference to this at one of the recent Downing Street press briefings when pointing out that these new generation of a so-called RNA or genetic vaccines are quite agile in that respect. You can update them relatively easily. I mean, that said, the people behind the AstraZeneca Oxford University vaccine said that they, in essence, made their vaccine in a weekend as well, because these days it's pretty simple to do the kind of genetic manipulations that are needed. The thing that takes the time is actually checking it works, checking it's safe and then scaling up and getting it into the population. So the worry here is if we do end up with something that sidesteps the vaccine, we'd be back to square one-ish in the sense that we'd, we'd really have to start again vaccinating people against a whole new strain of coronavirus. So that's why we're hoping that's not going to happen.
4: Chris Smith talking to my colleague Tim Franks. France, meanwhile, is extending its evening curfew across the whole country from Saturday to fight the spread of infections. The Prime Minister, John Castex, said the measure would last for at least two weeks. Hugh Schofield reports.
2: The Prime Minister said that the Covid situation in France was better than in neighbouring countries, but still worrying. The daily infection rate of about 16,000 new cases was three times more than what the government had been hoping for, and the arrival of the new Covid variants from the UK and South Africa were an additional cause for concern. A new general confinement was not warranted, the Prime Minister said, though it could still come. Instead, it's been decided to bring forward the nighttime curfew
4: from 8 to 6 o'clock in the whole of the country. Hugh Schofield.
8: Context of white supremacy. Gusty Renegade in for another broadcast, hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy. Today's date, Sunday, January 17, 2000. 21, So I have been told uh, this is our monthly global Sunday talk on racism. Uh, we make an effort to do this program once every month, uh, the third Sunday of the month. Uh, it's at our irregular time so that we can accommodate folks who are in different parts of the world and different time zones and such. Uh, but. I've always thought it was really important uh, to make sure when we talk about racism, white supremacy, this is a global problem. We're never talking about racism in the U.S. or racism in South Africa or racism in Brazil. It is a global system of white supremacy, racism, uh, whites collectively work to dominate the known universe. And if you do not have that as your understanding for all the different problems that we talk about, you will be confused. Always great to be able to exchange views uh, with victims of racism in different parts of the world and kind of hear what's happening, especially with everything that's happening right now. My goodness, a uh, really important time in my view uh, to check in and see what's happening, the Rona and how things are being reported. Lots of things happening uh, before we get to some of the folks who will be participating with us globally and even stateside, uh, I just want to share We all, or Dr. Welsing has said for a number of years, and I certainly concur. Reading is more important than watching television. We do have a book club here at the cows. We're currently reading about OJ Simpson has been a blast. The book before was not so much fun uh, where we read uh, Isabel Wilkerson Cowbell uh, her book Caste the origins of our discontents uh, she on her Facebook verified Facebook page wrote the following uh, Caste has been named the number one book of 2020 across all genres by the definitive database for the publishing world based on a tabulation of all major publications awards and nominations Publishers Marketplace released its final very best of the best of 2020 declaring Cased the book of the year from start to finish Uh, And that's one where I said, wow, like uh, certainly BGQ and folks can have whatever opinion uh, that they like about books uh, and if it's constructive and what have you. But I mean, wow, the very best of the best from start to finish. That just seems like. uh, Super like a bit much uh, with the adulation, like just best book or top book. But I mean. Oof. Uh, all I can say is we read that book in the book club it's in the archives I concluded it is the second worst book I've ever read uh, and we had a cacophony of Cal's listeners who said wow this book is dangerous not that they didn't like it not that they thought it was constructive or not constructive but they thought it was dangerous a book designed to deliberately confuse non-white people. And I said in my review, white people regularly publish books to confuse victims of racism. Anywho, we will push off uh, and get to our guests. Uh, let's see. I know we have Andrew with us in London. Let's see. Uh Joining us from the UK is Andrew. With us, let's see. I muted just so that I could do my little intro without too much background noise. Are you with us, Andrew? Andrew, sorry about that. Yes, I'm here, Gus. Good to be with you. Awesome. So glad to hear you, sir. Uh, and I think we actually. Is, ha- is there
1: any, Gus? Is, is there background noise, or is it everything okay?
8: It's okay. You're a little loud, I guess. If you. Uh, Maybe you could even turn your volume down a little bit. Uh, But, yeah, you are crystal. We can hear you clearly. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Let's see. I think uh, one of our other folks is with us as well. Uh, I'll double check on the name. Let's see. Uh, He had checked in. He actually wrote via Twitter. People who've listened to the cows for any time know I loathe really all of the social media. So, Maybe this will be one time or maybe one of the few times that uh, we'll see if Twitter provided something constructive. We have one of our listeners who reached out and said, oh, man, I want to participate in the Global Sunday talk. Like, uh, let let me know when the next one's going to happen. So I said, I will absolutely do so. Uh, Let's see. Did we get you as well, sir?
9: Yes,
8: Yes, sir. We can hear you crystal clear. Mm -hmm. Uh, What part of the world are you calling in from? Sweden. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Born and raised. Okay. Spectacular. Uh, we've had a few programs, uh, before way back, uh, in the archives where we had people, uh, on from Sweden. I have to go back, uh, and get, we had one of them. It was a black male at, uh, Lund university. Uh, my memory serves. He was at Lund university and he was a staff member there and he was talking about, Oh, okay. (laughs) There you go. Context of white supremacy, 12 years, right on uh let's see did, how did you want to be labeled sir what did you want us to call you adam, adam awesome uh we'll start with adam got double a's adam andrew we'll start off with adam then uh since this is his first time participating in the global sunday talk and we've not had anyone to get a perspective because i think sweden is are they one of the areas where you all are doing it differently with the rona like are you all one of the spots where they have not done the whole lockdown and we're not going to go crazy like we're just going to ask people to kind of be responsible yes wow what a find yes i'm sorry
9: I wore my mask first time on Thursday. Wow. I wore my mask first time
8: on Thursday. Wow, that is amazing. Um, That's so stunning. I have so many questions now since we have someone in such a unique location. This is what I mean about the importance of the Global Sunday Talk. So my question was just going to be because I thought we were having people in the normal spots where it's been all locked down and everything else. And that's not the case with Sweden. Uh I guess. Can you imagine folks listening anywhere? Can you imagine just wearing a mask for the first time last Thursday? Man, that'd be like a five thousand dollar fine in some places. You might be looking at jail time or snitching or all kinds of extra problems. What? uh what, what has it been like, I guess, before we get to why you had to ha- finally put a mask on Thursday? What has it been like up to, I guess, for 2020? What did things look like? Were there no restrictions at all? Were you having any cases of COVID-19?
9: There was cases, but uh, people didn't really care. That's, that's from my perspective, at least. Um, politicians were going to the club and partying having birthday parties, taking pictures where they are hooked up and stuff. So that's pretty much what's happening in this area.
8: Wow. So for this to go on, the entire 2020, he said he just wore a mask for the first time uh, last Thursday. Uh, And he said politicians going out, partying, clubbing, hugging on people, high fives, all of that. Uh, Was there any sense like, are we doing the responsible thing? Is this the correct? Like you're seeing all these other things that are happening in the world, like countries that are white countries that are bordering uh, to Sweden that, you know, have restrictions and all that. Was there ever a sense like maybe we're being irresponsible about this?
9: The thing is, there is restrictions, but like social distancing and uh, wipe your hands, that's pretty much. uh, But the response I've been from those politicians, the the politicians that went out and party. um, they got backlash a little bit, but then it moved forward like like it didn't happen.
8: Okay. So what's your response been throughout this? You said, you know, a lot of the, the, the general thrust seems to be, this is not a big deal. We're going on with life as usual. Has it just been life as normal for you or have you changed your behavior up considerably?
9: i changed my behavior. Uh, it felt a little bit weird seeing everybody wear masks and stuff like that all around the world. But here, it's like no masks. People look at you weird. White people looked at me weird when I was on the subway when I wore the mask. Probably because I'm black or... Probably both mask and black, so...
8: What prompted uh, you to put the mask on on Thursday? Was that from rules or anything, or was that just your own personal safety concerns?
9: Yeah, there there was a new rule. There was a new rule... uh, back in December that
8: they had only during rush hour at Subway. So that's when they recommended. Wow. Wow. Okay. Before I, uh, push off to, uh, Adam, are they, has there been any talk about a vaccine there? Or I guess if it hadn't been that big a deal for the whole time, I, I wouldn't be in a rush for a vaccine either. What's, what's the commentary about vaccines over there?
9: Yeah, there's been, it's going to be uh, four phases where the vaccine is going to come in. Uh, first for the old people and then uh, for the people that work with the old people and then all, everybody else.
8: Hmm. Okay. Are you thinking that you're going to be, you know, whenever, wherever you fall in the priority, are you going to be excited going to get the, the vaccine or are you hesitant about it?
9: I read Medical Apartheid, so I'm not not
8: interested in getting a vaccine. Right on, right on. Harriet A. Washington, also in the archives, reading, more important than watching television. Uh, Wow, that is... What a great find so we got one person uh in sweden that's what i mean about taking advantage and asking questions and seeing some of the differences and how the system of white supremacy operates uh in different parts of the world so we have one person in sweden uh which is fascinating for a lot of reasons right now some of which you just heard uh let's see andrew is in the uk london specifically total opposite masks and they had in fact when we spoke with him last month they had increased restrictions they were talking about no Christmas and all of that we're going to have to hunker down a lot because they had a big spike uh, in COVID-19 cases and now they're having the uh, the variant strain that you heard about in the BBC clip at the beginning uh, Andrew with us now where do th- uh, things stand with the virus in the UK and how has it been impacting you since we spoke last <laughs>
1: Um, uh, interesting one. Um, yeah, you've got, this, um, you've got this new strain, um, but if I'm really honest, um, it's, a, it's a strange one, because on the one hand, right, the government's talking about a new strain, he's asking people to, uh, you know, really social distance, uh, you know, he's asking people to not visit a friend's or family member's house unless you're part of their bubble. So all of that is going on again, just like it was, you know, the middle of last year. But then on the other hand, there seems to be a lot more businesses and shops that are included in the bracket of being essential. Right. So when you walk down the high street, when you walk down the road, it seems as if, you know, it seems as if shops are open as usual as if there were no COVID. You know, that's the way it seems, minus bars and restaurants. If you're not the type of person to go to bars and restaurants anyway, if that's not you, then it's business as, business as normal. Obviously, you've got more, you've got everybody on more, you know, you've got people wearing masks, people are doing that quite religiously, you know, um, uh, you know, but that, you know, even that depends on where in London you, you go. To be honest, if you go to a very Asian area, they're not very good at wearing their masks. If you, go, that's just the truth. That's just visually. When I go to a place called Romford or Ilford, which are very Asian areas, they're just not very good at wearing their masks. Sadly, and I use the term sadly because they've got under like, that that group, as well as African heritage peoples have got a lot of underlying health issues, right? And deaths in our group and deaths in the Asian Indian community are high. Right? That's just, that, that's just the self-evident truth, right? So, but, um, you know, it, it, it seems as if a lot of shops are now considered to be essential by the government, you know? So... So it's a, a, you know, so so what Boris Johnson and going back to, you know, the Christmas that people love, not me because I don't do Christmas, but going back to the Christmas that people love, um, you know, this government more or less relented and allowed people to do their Christmas, to do their Christmas. And what happened afterwards, the Corona rate literally went through the roof in this country. And that's when all this stuff about a new variant came out. Directly after Christmas Day, that's when you know the new figures came out and the new variant knowledge came out, and everything is sky high. So people had a party for one day. They, you know, people parted like it was 1999, and uh, pretty much, you know, you know, every, everything's, uh, you know, people are paying for it now because the rate of COVID is sky, literally sky high. You know, people are, you know, it's, it's, it's right about now the rates are higher, are just the same or if not higher than they were in March, April, May, June. You know, so that's the, you know, that's basically what's happening here. And sadly, you know, if, you, if you're a bus driver, deaths, deaths amongst bus drivers are sky high, you know. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of African-African Caribbeans that do bus driving including my brother used to be a bus my eldest one of my oldest brothers used to be a bus driver he's retired now there's a lot of black men that are bus drivers so um you know anything that's 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 uh that's front facing you know that's customer facing those jobs are dangerous you know so and a lot of our people do those sorts of jobs in urban areas you know, so, um, so there you go. You know, that's kind of, you know, that's partly what's going on now. This government's been on the back foot. You know, they really, right throughout the whole thing, Boris Johnson's basically been, been, you know, accused of not being tough enough or being slow to react. And um, my, my personal opinion is that all of the above is true. They've been slow to react or not tough enough, you know. And and that's and everything's been put secondary to the economy. It's all about the economy and trying to keep it going and to hell with people's lives and living. You know, that's basically it.
8: Stunning rebuke of President Donald Trump. I mean, uh, President Boris Johnson. Sorry, I got confused which country we were talking about there. Uh, Prince see there. Did you hear that? We got our <laughs> reference to the late great, uh, genius, uh, Prince. Um, so with, uh, I mean, wow. Like, uh, we've had a lot of that here too. Uh um, the recalcitrants, and we're not going to hunker down and do what's right for the greater good. Just going about business as usual, going to the party. We had the segment on the program last night. They were talking about, uh, underground parties, uh, where We were having like hundreds of people getting together, no mask and just doing it up. We want to celebrate the new year or so, whatever, uh, you know, we have to to have fun about. So it's been lots of that here, too, um, with I guess with the variant and the increase and people are still, it seems, not taking it serious. Uh, how has that impacted the, the vaccine rollout? Has that encouraged people to just want to get the vaccine so that they can continue to act a fool? Or are people even resistant to doing the vaccine?
1: um that's an interesting one as well i mean you know from what for, if the if the media if the news is to be believed then uh at last count it was a good few is a few million that i can't remember the exact number but it was a good few million that had already been that had already taken the vaccine um you know if i'm really honest i'm just concerned with african african caribbean people mm. um you know they, but because of things like uh the Tuskegee experiment and other things like, well, mainly that one, you know, for those that, that are listening that don't know, it's a syphilis experiment. I can't remember what part of America that was in, um, you know, and what happened there with, uh, you know, the American state basically killing African-Americans with, with, a, fake, um, with a fake treatment. I think in that uh, thing, they actually injected syphilis, if, I mean, if, I'm, if I'm correct. Um, so because of that, and, and, and you know, and, uh, and that's gone, you know, the, the whole Black World's been educated about that now. That's part of the reason why a lot of uh, Africans living in the UK are very resistant resident to actually take the vaccine. You know, um, I, my concern is whether or not African countries are testing what, what you know, any vaccine that they are buying if they've got money to buy any are testing any vaccines because as far as I'm concerned it's, it's all right to take it if Africans or African countries have tested it you know you know, I, you know that's um that's one thing I've, I've, I've looked around on YouTube and the internet to see if uh, see if that's happening in Ghana Nigeria and all the rest of it I, I, I I'm not one one um, African country's jamaica's an african country barbados isn't trinidad you know i don't know about trinidad actually but um a lot of caribbean countries are african countries right as not just the ones on the continent of africa so what i would like to be interesting if any of the listeners listen that are listening to this or will listening to this, listen to this will be able to tell us that if we can test these vaccine, vaccines with our own people then that's a good thing however Even if we don't test it, and because I was, you know, in this country, I was listening to Black African talk radio in the UK, and there's a big issue with taking this European, you know, um, constructed vaccine. You know, you know, I'm sure you've heard a lot of these arguments, but this is what I say: if you're not going to take the vaccine, right? Sorry, this is what I say: you only need to take the vaccine, generally speaking. Generally, if you are in a high Risk group. We all know what that what that is. If you're in a high risk group, right? If you're not in a high risk group, right? If, in other words, if you're fit and healthy and all the rest of those things, right? You don't really need to take it because you're not in a high risk group. You get ill, but the chances are you're not going to die. It's not going to you're not going to die, right? Um, If you're not going to take it and you're in a high risk group, then the best your best bet is to stay in your house, right? <laughs> stay inside. That's if you want to live. If you want to chance it, if you say, ah, oh, there's no COVID, ah, oh, there's, no, there's nothing, because there's people here, black and white, that say, ah, oh, there's, there's no, it's a government conspiracy. It's blah, 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 QAnon, blah, 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 uh, whatever the hell they're talking about. If you're one of those people and you think it's a great big, cons- or whatever you think, right, and you're in a high-risk group, at, if you're gonna come out, right, well, it's up to you. If you're gonna come out, then then take your chances. I would never say to anyone take the vaccine. What I would say is, I'm trying to get my mom to take it because at the end of the day, at 77 in a high risk group, right, I'm not gonna take the chance of her dying from this stuff, right. So, so you know, but there's a lot of people that say I'm not taking it. But then I'm wondering if they're in a high risk group. So, this, so you, in my opinion, you only need to take it if you're in a high risk group. Other than that, because it doesn't cure the COVID, all it does is stop you potentially from dying from it. But the main thing for me is, I would love to know if anyone could tell me if our people are doing, you know, examining what uh, Europeans, what white people are selling. You know, once you've examined it and got our own people on it, I'm happy with that. I don't know if that's happened in Africa yet. You know, I've got friends that are doctors and chemists. That's the conversation that I want to set up. Um, I've got African friends that are doctors and chemists. So that's the conversation that I want to set up. I'm sure that conversation must have happened in the States because you guys have got a lot more black doctors in America. You know, I'd like to know somewhat if, if that conversation as to the safety of this amongst African professionals Worldwide, whether or not that black African virologists, whether or not that conversation has happened. I'm not interested in, in, in the conspiracy conversation. I'm interested in the conversation whereby we've got our people on the case. That's the conversation I want to hear.
8: Mm, well number one i don't think we have a substantially higher number of black doctors like i would have to look at the statistics but because of the system of white supremacy there are not a whole lot of uh black doctors physicians uh in the u.s they have a whole uh branch of racism talking about oh man the lack of black people in the sciences and stem and all of that so that's one two uh, and then it seems like a, a substantial number of the black medical professionals are black people who are born even outside of the U.S. So lots of layers to the white supremacy, racism in that, too. We just had a report pretty recently that talked about how a lot of the white predominantly white uh, countries, they are buying up hoarding, as they call it. Uh, the vaccines uh, and so they were saying it looks like it could even be a while uh, before the continent they didn't even say like specific countries just the entire continent before they even get any vaccines Uh, the way that they were making it seem is the United States and other white dominated areas they're just getting you know as many vaccines as fast as they can be produced the white dominated areas are buying them up and so that what is it back of the bus bottom of the boat back of the line so I'm sure that would probably hinder or at least slow opportunities to test the vaccine if you are going to get little or no access to it. Uh, Let's see the try, at least here. Now, they did have a lot of propaganda uh, showing black doctors and black medical professionals who were the first to be vaccinated. I am not as certain about black people being involved in trials. They had a number and I mean lots of reports where they talked about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment or experience uh, many, many times uh, and talked about the importance of black people getting vaccinated uh, and participating in the trials and what have you to study uh, the vaccine to make sure that it's effective. Uh, But I'm not sure the degree to which that happened in terms of involving black people in the test and having black medical professionals uh, involved just based on what I've heard. I would be slightly doubtful of both. Although, as I said, they have had lots and I mean, lots of propaganda news reports of black doctors, black staff, medical staff, Getting the vaccine, which you know, I guess on one hand that might suggest that they were involved in the testing, but they didn't say that specifically. So, let's see. Uh, I guess before I, I uh, one, the number is seven two zero, seven one six, seven three hundred. The code five six four nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate this is not our typical uh program so we're not going to be here for three hours uh we have less than an hour left in the program so if you have questions thoughts you want to take advantage we have one of our participants in sweden they didn't even what rona (laughs) basically the response what rona Life as normal uh, here for the last year. Basically, uh, if you have questions, uh, feel free dial in 720-716-7300. The code five, six, four, nine, four, three pound press star six, one. If you would like to participate the Tuskegee syphilis experiment in Alabama, that was mentioned Uh, It's been my experience that everybody is not well informed about that. I know I was not until we read. Well, actually, I had read Medical Apartheid, but we had uh, James Jones on the program some years back. Uh, You can check that out in the uh, archives. He wrote the book uh, Bad Blood, the Tuskegee Syphilis Experiment. Uh, He's a white man. Uh, and he had quite a bit of interesting things to say. He was back in uh, 2013. Uh, he was on the program. So I didn't know about it before we read Medical Apartheid. Uh, my quick, uh, I guess, quick, impromptu quiz before I get to the violence in D.C. just to see how that was covered abroad. Uh, Andrew, do you know the names of any of the doctors who carried out doctors or medical staff who participated in the Tuskegee Syphilis experiment. If you don't know any, that's fine. But just if you know any of the names,
1: no, no, I don't know any of the names. I, I, I saw a few documentaries on it over the years. Uh, I know that they pushed the black nurse out front, and um, and she, uh, if my memory serves me correct, you know they they got her uh, talking out front while they while they planned it all at the back. I mean that's the impression that I got from what I've watched. I can't remember any of their names. Okay.
8: Yes, act racial showcasing that is uh excellent illustration in my opinion. That that always stands out and we talked about that in Medical Apartheid. Actually we talked about that with uh James Jones as well. Nurse Rivers is her name and how is it that this black female in nineteen thirties Alabama, how is it that she's the only name that we know for this study? System of white supremacy. Now, to the talking about terrorism, to the madness in D.C., or uh, I guess last week or the week before, depending on how you look at things. Uh, recently, this year, uh, we had all of these white men and white women. Uh, some of them off-duty police officers. Some of them may have been on-duty police officers. Uh, some of them allegedly uh, military personnel, uh, average everyday white citizens uh, who went to the nation's capital looted violence it's reported that they killed an enforcement officer with a fire extinguisher can you imagine if some black people went anywhere in a mob and killed a police officer with a fire extinguisher five people died in total uh they have been using terms uh like let's what are the common ones insurrection i think here insurrection mob violence mobsters uh those are some of the more common terms i don't know if i've heard domestic terrorism it should be that's what i've been saying terrorism white terrorism white terrorism should be domestic terrorism easy How have these events been covered uh, in your part of the world? I know when I checked some of the, uh, like the BBC and other places, that was the top story. It wasn't the Rona. It wasn't new uh, restrictions. It was, oh my goodness, look at what's happening in Washington, D.C. What have you been hearing, particularly how white people have been talking about what's been happening in Washington, D.C.? We'll start with uh, Andrew.
1: Um, uh, First of all, I want to say... it's really sad that some people have to die in this, you know, f- f- you know, because some you got you got a few disgruntled racists, and you know, have decided to go bonkers, um, or or actually act a type, that, that, you know, that's probably a, a better way to, uh, to, to, to 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 talk about it. Um, be interesting to know what, how it was viewed in the rest of Europe. So in, in terms of Sweden, um, I've got to say, besides the death, that you know, these people. Killing, was it five, four, five people? Besides that, or, or death occurring, which, which, I, which is sad. Um, I, I, I loved it. I loved watching it. I thought it was hilarious and, and sad and, and um, really showed America for what it really is. Um, it showed the fact that at the heart of the American government, you've got racists. That let the, their brother sister racists into the, into the place in the first place. You know the racist security stood aside, showed them where to go, showed them the best the best way to get in. Totally crazy that there is no way on earth any one of those racists could have got in where could have got in if their sisters and brother racists didn't allow them in, right? didn't allow them in from Trump right the way down to the, to the cleaner that works in the place, let alone the police, security, FBI, CI5, NBC, and whatever secret service is working. All of them colluded with their sisters and brothers, right, outside to let their sisters and brothers into the building, right? It's, it's, it's obvious that, that, uh, that Africans could not, you know, Africans would, would have been shot and killed way before... Africans wouldn't have been allowed up the ste- at the steps. So we could put that one aside. We all know that, right? Um, but what's, what, what's... You see, I don't, this is why I love Trump. You see, Trump is... The, he wakes, you know, Trump is the best way, right, to wake up black Africans in America, right? Biden's job, and I've said this before, and I say it to everyone I talk to, Biden's main priority is to damp down everything. It's to make it's to damp down everything and bring it, make everything go back to normal, so that the blood of Africans in America can be sucked without Africans knowing about it. Trump wakes people up. His his people that did this deed, right? They you, you know that watching that will wake up. You know even the meekest African in america you can't be asleep you can't fall asleep and watch that at the same time it's not possible right and, that, and i tell you that kind of a scene is bad for the business of racism and white supremacy if you, a leech needs sleeping victims that is what a leech needs can't, leeches don't hurt when they suck your blood right it's as simple as that right so biden is needed trump is terrible for the business, and that's why he needs to. I would have, if I was, if I was, if I was in America, black man, I would have voted for that man stay in power to wake up my brothers and sisters. <laughs> he needs to be, you know, that's it. But in four years' time, everyone's going to be asleep. Trust me. Watch it. Four years, the whole of Black America is going to be fast asleep. Trump is the best way to wake Af- Africans up worldwide, hands down. His first job, Biden, is going to be to basically pacify everybody. That's his first job. Prior, you know, after Corona, right, and making everybody think that's going to be dealt with. His second job is to send everybody, black people back to sleep. And you know, that's the truth. You know what I mean? So Trump doesn't deal in that. He wakes people up, screws things up, talks nonsense because he's a racist. And all these little racist brothers and sisters go bonkers. That's what they do. And everyone, everyone wakes up. Brilliant. Lovely. Love it. And it made me laugh. It made me laugh. Watching those races and the, and the police doing sod all, it just it made me laugh. stood in front of CNN and it just cracked me up laughing. Never laughed so much in my life. I just kept replaying it, watching the nonsense. It was brilliant. Brilliant. You know, sorry, I, I, I could go on all day about this, so I'll shut up. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it, was, it, it, it was great to watch. It was great to watch. I loved it. Loved it. I, I turned over for, from all kinds of TV programs to watch that again and again and again. It's beautiful. And sorry, that, so that's my view on it, right? So, in the media in the UK, they're still replaying it now. They're still talking about it. Um, it's, it's interesting. Some of them, some stations all call them terrorists, right? But, you know, the, the, the vernacular has, I have heard white people on TV calling them terrorists. Um, Trump supporters, um, it, you can see it sticks in the throat of a lot of white people to call them terrorists, um, you know, you could see when you're, you know, they're, they're sort of, uh, you know, they're coughing it out, it, it sticks in the throat, white people don't like referring to other white people as terrorist thugs that need to be put in prison and, and chased after and dealt with, white people don't like it, right, but, um, but it's, it's self-evident what they are, right? Um, and and that's the belly, you know. That's the run in the mill. That's fifty percent of America, right? So then it point. It then is a mirror to Europe, and it's a mirror to England. It is, you know. And, and so these com. So these conversations are are interesting, and you know, white liberals in the U- in the UK are um, very interesting. What they're doing at the moment because they're looking at all of that, and that and they've been influenced by the George Floyd and da 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 and um, really are, are giving stuff to, to sort of black people, right? I don't know how long that's going to last. You know, it's a very interesting time. You know, what I say to black people is take every grant, every government grant that you can get while they're giving it away, right? Because you don't know when they're going st- to stop when they get bored. You know what I mean? But um, just take as much as you can during the time of the white liberal guilt and take as much as possible because that's what's going on. As a result of all of this nonsense, in America, we might get some more money thrown our way in the, in the, in the form of grants in England. So, so it's only sad that he's going, really. I mean, he's great. You know, he's a crazy... No, so not crazy. He's a thoughtful racist, him and these people. But he's beautiful to wake people up. I've never had so many discussions about racism with Africans in England. I've not, honestly. I know it's all going to disappear. But for the last year, wow. Wow. People come to me Talking about, I don't even have to start a conversation up. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. My God. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like, to do a, I'd like to do a survey of all the black people that have given, given up their mixed relationships and just see if it's gone up, you know. But it's, it's crazy. It's just, it's just, it's like, it's like going shopping and people just giving you food not having to pay for anything. You know, you know that's what it's like. Sorry, I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll
5: be quiet.
8: We'll check and see uh, Adam's view on this one. I just wanted to two quick things. Um, we I remember you had said that before that, man, these four years with Trump, he has made it so easy to get other black people to talk about it and to be like truthful, to admit that racism exists and not just to label you oh, you just, you know, are blaming white people and that sort of thing. And we had people and I don't know if this is, you know, just a difference in terms of what. Uh, Andrew is experiencing in the UK as opposed to what's happening here in the U S but here in the U S we had folks who said the exact opposite. They said that non-white people, the basic trend that they've seen is that uh, everyone says, Oh, it's just Trump is a racist and the Trump supporters are racist and all of the white people who are upset at what happened in D.C. and who are arresting them and, you know, going to prosecute them. And, and certainly all the white people who voted for Joe Biden, they're not racist. These are the good white people. And there are more of them than, you know, Trump and his extremists. So, hey, we are going to get this here. Things solved. Uh, they said that they see lots of that where people they don't have a better understanding of racism. They have just reduced their understanding of racism to Trump. That's one. Two, I think with at least here in the U.S., uh, I mean, white people like they Mr. Scotty Reed, founder of Black Talk Radio Network. He says all the time, like white people ride over like soccer games, football games, baseball games, run out of toilet paper at the grocery store like they do that over anything. So, I mean, on one on one hand, yeah, that is, I mean, extraordinary, like, wow, they stormed the Capitol building. On the other hand, there has been a lot of this behavior over the past, I don't know, at least like acutely over the last 15 years. Like I was saying, they had all those white people when President Obama was first elected in 2009. They had like white people everywhere. They were having those town hall meetings and it just became trendy to be white and get a big long arm firearm and go stomp outside. I'm mad got this coon in the White House and he's trying to get universal health care socialist I'm mad I got my fire like that was real trendy for 2009 and then they go shoot up the school and all that so I mean
6: yeah
8: there's a lot of white barbarism here in the US I do remember the 2011 London rise too they do this worldwide but particularly here in the US and especially like the last since the Obama election man they cut I keep saying 2000 when people accused George W. of stealing that 2000, I remember they cut a fool. They had to cut the inauguration short. There were white people out there pelting the uh, vehicle with eggs and everything. He had to scurry to the White House like white people do this sort of thing on a regular basis. Like now, uh, uh, and the doctors before I. Transition get Adams thoughts on this question what I said about the scarcity of black doctors in the US. Uh, This is Forbes report from this year just a couple more excuse me 2020 uh, but from just a couple months ago. Why are black. Oh no the black misandry. Why are black male doctors still goes scarce in america the fact that black males comprised only 3.1 percent of medical school enrollment for the 1978-79 school year according to the association of american medical colleges probably isn't that alarming after all it was 1978 jimmy carter was president dallas and greece had just been released and i was only seven The shocking and demoralizing realization, though, is that the comparable stat for the 2019-2020 year is actually lower at 2.9% or nearly unchanged at 3.4% for the alone or in combination statistic that includes those identifying with another race as well. How could it be that for over for, for over the past 40 years with all our Progress on issues of racial inequality and injustice that that number is actually worse now than then. Indeed, for those who felt the election of a black president was clear proof that America had moved beyond racism, this single sobering statistic is just one of many to the contrary. NPR analyzed this article. in their 2015 report there were fewer black men in medical school in 2014 than in 1978 I didn't intend to talk about this so however that was just for black males overall you can go to the uh, NCBI database is all about health sciences in the U S they have a separate report. Why aren't there more African-American physicians, a qualitative study and exploratory inquiry of African-American students perspectives on careers in medicine. Uh, and they give the exact percentages. African-Americans comp- uh, comprise 13% of Americans, but only 4% of us physicians. And then most of those are not black males. So, uh, Not very many black doctors, as I thought. Uh, Adam in Sweden, how have they been reporting, talking about the terrorism in the U.S. over here in your part of the world?
9: Uh, To be honest, I haven't really paid attention to it. I mean, I've watched a couple of clips of the white terrorists, but but, uh, I just chalk it up to white supremacy and. Continue to read my book and to read a book.
8: Reading is more important than watching television. Uh, And I can see constructive value in that In not getting uh, too caught up in the emotion uh, of all of that, because I can certainly see how white people can. Try to do some confusion with all of this. Be aware that it happened, Mm -hmm. especially if I'm not living in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. White people being savages again. White people terrorizing again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Back to my studies. Just more encouragement to get this problem solved immediately. Uh, Let's see. I will double check. Absolutely. Let's see. Let's try and get the phone line as well. Uh, The number again is 720-716-7300. The code 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. Uh, Let's see, our caller from a blocked number, caller from a blocked number. Did you have a question for any of our international participants? You should be with us.
7: Hi, Gus.
8: Be in Toronto, also global participant. She could Hello? have been here the whole time. Yes, ma'am. Oh,
3: can you hear us? Yes,
7: B. hi. Uh, greetings to you, callers and listeners. I can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay.
3: Yes, yes
8: ma'am. Yep.
7: Hello. Okay. As that technology, um, I know that I tried calling another time and it was a busy signal and uh, recalled again um, or redialed and called in again. But yes, um, I just wanted to um, add to that uh, in terms of uh, what I've been hearing about uh, the sedition and well, <laughs> act of treason um, and the attempted coup in America. Um, a lot of people from the plantation it has been talking about it. My supervisor also mentioned, and she was talking about, um, at least Biden's the lesser of the two evils. In my mind, of course, I'm like, why are we choosing which one's evil? It's still evil. Um, and it's wrong country anyway. So, um, but yes, um, it, it's just really interesting. Um, uh, how, uh, the black people here that I've, that are in my circle, that I've spoken to, um, majority of them, unfortunately, are saying, well, at least Trump is is leaving and uh, there will be uh, somehow magically racism will disappear, or um, at least it will be mitigated um, to a more comfortable form of racism, which just sounds very illogical to me. Um even uh in a forum that I was in this morning, uh they were talking about um what happened at the at the Capitol. Uh and this forum was based in the state, um in Massachusetts actually. Uh so they had different people from different parts of the states, even though the forum was mainly in Massachusetts and I was the only one from, from Canada, and they were talking about it. And the way they were talking about um the traitors uh were that oh they just had a bad day and um I mean I I I uh, I just had it <laughs> with with that. And it's like, no, this is not a bad day. This is uh the, you're being deceptive and this is uh this is just pretty much what white supremacy racism uh, looks like and um uh you know, and, and started asking questions um, uh, to which, of course, this would have been my 10th form that I've been booted out from. Uh, but I felt very happy to, to be asking those questions and, and really challenging um, because I, I, I know that the, the way that um, the, the whites tend to just, you know, think they can just cover it up with an apology, um, claiming mental illness, claiming that they just had a bad day, whatever they, ca- they can for their atrocious acts are just further proof of them knowing exactly what they're doing. They've always known. They've had a historical knowledge of doing it. And they will continue to do it. And unless there's a way in which uh, we can um, recognize that they are the enemy uh, because they they are, they've they've set themselves as such, um, and that we need to protect ourselves. Um, there's not going to be any progress. Um, in, in fact, forget the progress. Uh, white supremacy racism is still going to continue. Um, and the time, and, and what I often do is i I often use the analogy of the abused woman, um, because some of the things, the feedback I would get is, oh, uh, be open. And understanding, and um and I would uh, rebuttal, um, would you tell an abused woman to be open and understanding while she's getting abused by her partner, or would you not want her to get out of that dangerous circumstance? I mean, it just it just doesn't make sense um, how how this can be appropriate for racism um, to allow victims to be further victimized. So that's that's what I have to say. Sorry if I went off on a tangent. But, um, yes, unfortunately, there's quite a bit of people here that just feel that with Trump being out, uh, that somehow it's going to be a a lesser form of racism, which is just completely untrue. Thanks. And I leave the line.
8: Be in Toronto. She is about to be banned on more Zoom platforms than Jeffrey Tubin asking questions about racism white supremacy Uh, incidentally that is exactly what I had just shared I think some of the other listeners had said uh, in North America that man it seems like there are a lot of non-white people victims of racism who they just think oh yeah Trump is the racist Trump and the Trump supporters they're the racists and if we just get rid of Trump then you know racism will be out of here or at least it'll be way better if we can just get rid of Trump. Uh that it seems like there are a lot of non white people who have that sort of, you know, confused understanding of racism. So uh let's see. The <clears throat> the I was having a bad day. They killed reportedly killed an enforcement officer with a fire extinguisher. How is that having a bad day? That's a question that will definitely get you booted from the Zoom platform. Might as well unzip your pants if you're going to do that. But I mean, and that's another one. Now, imagine if that had been uh, Mark Duggan since I said the 2011 uh, London riots. Let's say it's Mark Duggan or any other black person. uh, Just, you know, in Andrew Loku, insert name of a black person killed an enforcement officer with a fire extinguisher well you know he was just having a bad day they said Sandra Bland didn't want to put out her cigarette they didn't say oh she was just Sandy was just having a bad day that's all that was that's yeah she she was just having a bad day repugnant Uh, domestic abuse we are talking about OJ Simpson they were not pleased about Telling her, go on and get back with the juice. Other folks who dialed in with a hand up, uh, let's see. Uh,
2: greetings, Gus, uh, and the uh, international callers and listeners. Uh, my question was directed to Adam from Sweden. We've gotten, uh, I've read a number of uh, articles about Sweden, how they've taken a different tact on COVID. Um, I didn't, I wasn't clear. Did, did, uh, Adam think that COVID COVID was not that much of an issue given their different response or how was his impression, how things were going? I, I guess I wasn't clear on that.
9: I think COVID is an issue, but, uh, the response has been that that is not a, it's an issue. but At the same time, it's not an issue. Let's uh, meet up at, at a meeting with uh, 30 people and have a conversation. That that's, that's been the response.
2: So so basically, uh, you know, we're hearing, you know, at least in terms of the media, we're hearing, you know, widespread sort of horror stories. In the U.S., in terms of you know, for Los Angeles, the uh, ICUs overrun. Uh, you know, they have they have a sort of a daily death count um, sort of thing, and you know, just just constant uh, impression that 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 things are really out of control. How do you feel? Given the different response in Sweden, how, how has that been? It's
9: been just uh, social distancing, to wash hands. Um, pretty much that's how it's been.
2: So, so your impression is that it has, hasn't really been out of control?
9: No, not really. Interesting. Let me let me withdraw that. Uh, I don't know. Ten thousand people have died from it, but uh, I don't know what you mean by out control. You mean by the numbers uh, going up, or? Well, no. I mean
2: they're they're basically, for example, in Los Angeles, they're if you can believe the reports, they're literally running out of intensive care unit beds, and. Uh, you know my own personal experience in New York in terms of shutdowns. It, it sounds like, at least from the hospital end, things were 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 quite dire. And again, you know, I'm I'm only reading media reports, you know, but uh, it sounds like yes, it's an issue in in Sweden, and the fact that they didn't have any shutdowns, they didn't have any masks. Type of saying that they, you know, the things I've read is that they were relying more on herd immunity, and uh, at least the initial reports back last spring that I read out of Sweden when they took sort of a, a very different tack. That uh, people had predicted that uh, Sweden was going to be just overrun. You know, they're take they're completely wrong. They're going to be overrun. And uh, it's going to just be a horror show. And my impression is is that, at least listening to you, is that yes, it, it, it's an issue, but it hasn't been quite the predicted uh, disaster that people initially thought. At least that what way they were talking about it in this country, in the U.S.
9: Well, I think that uh, uh, it's been been a disaster, but sometimes the numbers go down and then they go up again. So it's kind of a balance between, okay, now it's going a little bit left and now it's calm again, left. If you get what I'm saying. Mm
2: -hmm. So it... It it hasn't been, it's been problematic, but it hasn't gotten to a state like in some areas of the U.S. where, you know, in, in, for example, Los Angeles, it just sounds like Armageddon, you know, and I know the media can exaggerate things, but it it just sounds uh, pretty, pretty awful. But it it sounds like even though Sweden didn't take it, what wasn't as strict that it didn't get to be as dire a situation in some areas of the U.S. And the only reason I'm asking that is because people have predicted last spring that Sweden was just going to be overrun. And my impression from you, yeah, it's an issue and we've had problems, but it, the, the predictions that it was just going to be overrun with problems from COVID haven't kind of been borne out by, by the experience. Exactly. If that that makes if that makes it, if you you think that's accurate, it's accurate. Okay.
9: Thank you.
8: Much obliged, sir. He did say I don't know if you heard it at the beginning. He did say that he is taking it serious, even though like the the overall government response has been no, they're not taking it that seriously and hasn't been a big deal Uh, he said he wore a mask I think the first time last Thursday but he said he has uh, changed his behavior and he has not been out clubbing and high-fiving everybody and all that stuff it's just been the general government response there has been to not take it seriously but he is am I I'm paraphrasing correctly sir I'm not telling any stories on you You're you're correct right on Let's see uh oh, and just for for difference in scale too, uh according to uh what's being reported online uh the population for Sweden is a smidge over ten million, so just for scale uh like the population of Los Angeles is almost four million population just for like New York City is over eight million. Uh, So for scale, talking quite a difference in uh, population. Uh, And I guess according to the most recent calculations. So if we're talking about the number of cases, Sweden, way, way down on the list. They are number 30 in terms of countries, COVID cases, 523,486 total uh, cases, again, with a population a little over 10 million people total. The U.S. still reigning. Number one, 24 million. uh, It's almost 25 million. We'll leave it there. Nearly 25 million uh, cases for the U.S. I guess since uh, Andrew is here for the U.K., uh, they are at three point three million cases. And again, a much smaller population for the U.K. as well. Uh, Let's see folks who. Seven one nine
2: six call ask one
8: more question, Gus. or hang on one second. I'll just come back around to you and make sure I get everybody in uh call her at seven one nine six seven one nine six seven one nine six did you have a question? Last four digits seven one nine six. Did you have a question? Were you just listening?
10: Oh, hi. Sorry, this is a social calling from the Bronx, New York. I'm for the very first time. Good to speak with you guys. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to talk uh, a little bit about uh, what's going on, uh, what went on in Washington, and uh, what's to come. Um, yeah, I couldn't help but uh, notice. Um, thinking in a global sense, how, how much uh, the iconography that we saw from the protesters in the capital, how much a European iconography that we saw, um, the different symb- symbolisms um, that they had. Um, uh, they also remind me a lot of the Visigoth sacking Rome. Um, I don't know if that's uh, um, something that uh, um, other people picked up, picked up on as well. Um, and I wanted to know what uh, other people, you know, around the world think about what's going on in America and what's what's about to happen this week. Um, the severity of it. Uh, I wonder if they see America as imploding on itself, um, you know, between the two factions of white supremacy. So, yeah.
3: Hmm,
8: OK, I guess our folks huh? in other parts of the world, do you want to respond to that question? Can I take the question? This is uh, Adam in Sweden. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh,
9: I, think, I think it's been total chaos from my point of view. Uh, in, in America, I see people partying and stuff, so. And the uh, the number of deaths have been very high. So kind of kind of shaky right now, from my perspective.
10: Yeah, yeah, um I guess they, you know, they see this as one of their last opportunities to really um make their voice heard. At least the um the far right side of the uh, white supremacy wing. You know, um they keep talking about the year 2040, 2040 what's going to happen in 2040. Joe Biden Joe Biden was even talking about it in a conference call with different civil rights leaders you know, how there's going to be a a white minority and the U.S. is going to start to be a majority um, non-white country in the future. So uh, there's heavy, heavy anxiety that I see um, amongst uh, the white supremacists uh, for what's about to come. And, you know, Trump was um, an an omen, I guess, um, for America to really, really... uh, make its last stand politically um now if they can't do it politically uh they're gonna do it violently and you see that now because their last hope is out of office or is about to be out of office so yeah um i see the authorities um handling this with kid gloves and i'm honestly you know anxious myself about um what they're about to do in all 50 states you know, I didn't know it was, your plans were disorganized and there's was going to be this widespread before, uh, Biden's inauguration. So I'm going to keep my eyes, uh, peeled, peeled.
8: Uh, let's see. If... Hi,
3: so,
8: um, oh, that's yeah. B in Toronto. She's outside. Yes, ma'am. Do you want to respond?
7: Yes. Um, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Um, but, yes, I just wanted to um, make a quick comment um, because I've been hearing a lot about um, how white supremacy will be imploding on itself. I've been hearing it a lot in the um, forums uh, as well as um, at work um, and among other social circles. And um, I, don't, I don't believe that this is... Hello? I'm hearing some scratching
8: like someone shifted with their phone maybe hello we can still hear you though
7: oh okay sorry um thanks um yes i i don't believe that it's going to implode in itself um i i believe that um uh, this is uh, a lot of fear mongering is is happening um uh, i also um feel that uh Uh, The the white supremacists take care of themselves um, no matter what. So they're they're still on their code. Um, And how do we know this? It's because uh, the well-meaning white supremacists have not turned in their um, traitor family members to the authorities. Um, The ones that got to go home got to stay home. And they're, they're not rotting in a jail cell somewhere. Um, with military police around them for for treason and they they haven't been charged with treason so so they're going to be taken care of just fine Um, what I would say and highly suggest is that you keep yourself safe because it's also serving as justification to impart more trauma and possible uh, fatal effects onto you so keep yourself and um, those you care about um, uh, as safe as possible. Um, do what you need to do to protect yourself um, because white people don't need any reason to be violent. They, they just like what they do. Thanks, I for the line. Hmm.
8: Well said. Be in Toronto. One of our uh, Cal's listeners, uh, iconic phrase, white people kill for fun absolutely let's see did uh andrew in the uk did you want to respond to the question just about uh your thoughts on the inauguration to come and and what's happening white supremacy so-called imploding on itself did you want to respond to that question
1: Um, can you hear me goss yes sir hello yeah um (laughs) yeah Uh, the, the, what we've well what we've seen um a little bit on uk tv and uh but a lot on cnn or what i sadly watch cnn is that if 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 it's true if it's you know what visuals are to be believed there seems to be a lot of american soldiers and secret service people now that have descended on dc and that have descended around uh you know all around that area so uh it'd be interesting to see if any of the uh you know, crazy racists from white white people from all around the Americas uh, are gonna are gonna basically front up to the uh, you know to, to all of those forces. Having said that, I'm sure some of those racists are actually in the American Army and in the American police force. So, so one of them might end up uh, you know doing going bonkers in uniform. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, so that's that. In terms of white white supremacy imploding. Uh that's an interesting one. Um, I think there's a couple of things that need to be said uh, I, I I'm not sure if if the first one applies to white supremacy uh, but I'll say it anyway you know empires if one studies history, empires tend to tend to disintegrate and or implode <clears throat> you know they, they tend to break up uh, they tend to have issues at the center of the empire and they tend to you know which causes some sort of implosion um so there is that and sometimes other powers you know situational things change you know it might be the lay of the land you know things change another empires rise you know um the, you know the arc of history the pendulum of history does swing backwards and forwards we're living at a time now of white supremacy and that's what we, that's the time we're living in if one studies history it's not always been so right um it's it's debate and because the swing that that pendulum swings backwards and forwards slowly um it's debatable as to whether or not in our lifetimes white people are going to lose control of planet earth um nonetheless um i do believe all non-white people are in some way shape or form consciously or non-consciously working towards that or hoping that you know that's that's kind of you know you know that's, that's kind of you know, you know, the sense i get, get and i kind of get that sense that, that 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 that's coming to the conscious non-white mind if there is such a thing over, over the over the over the reign of of the racist trump i kind of get the sense that, that 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 the fear for white people is that the uh is that, is that the field um the field uh niggers sorry um are waking up to the to, to the reality at the fishbone album the reality of my surroundings you know great band fishbone so but you, you know so um so you know it's you know that's the kind of sense that i get I, i'm as i said before um i'm not such, i'm not sure when that's gonna happen i don't know i mean in our lifetime i doubt it having said that i love it i absolutely love it when I study the African continent, and I see which has got the youngest African population on planet Earth, when I when you study that that and, and then you speak, listen to the young Africans on that continent, and that they've gotten that they've got that they've got clear a clear vision for for, for the for, and there's a Pan African spirit on that continent, you know, um, I believe that we are fighting outside of Africa, fighting some sort of rear guard action, you know, um, you, know uh, you know, without getting into all that sort of Black Panther sort of um, uh, um, vernacular. But um, I believe that uh, that's kind of what we're fighting here. Um, but I do, and likewise, I do believe that, uh, you know, the hope to end white power on earth, I, on my view is that it's kind of wrapped up with what's going on on that continent. You know, that's that's my view. And thank God you've got a lot of young people on that continent that are, that because of, you know, Trump and his nonsense, right? Um, because his nonsense, his rhetoric and all this crap has gone right across the planet Earth, you know? And um, you've got a lot of Africans that would otherwise see white people as saviors that are kind of like thinking, you know what? We don't need these people here. <laughs> Why are they here? <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you here? What are you bringing to our continent that's sort of any worth? To us, actually, we've got our doctors, we've got our people, we've got our professionals. We know what we're doing. We've got our agricultural specialists. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna exit you and yours. You know, we we don't we don't need you. Um, China is well, we're not going off track. So, um, you, you know, so, I, so I, I I I think it's gonna happen. As to the when, um, you, you know you know that's a that, that that's our whole another conversation. But, um, but, um, you Let's know, so leave it is, there you so that I can you know, that just,
8: nab a few of our yeah. other callers as okay. well. Yeah. Much obliged, Andrew. Let's see. Uh, our caller, 9086, 9086, did you have uh, a question for some of our global participants? Um. Yeah, I, I do want to...
11: Uh, I. I Thank you all for coming on and for sharing with us um, what's going on around the world as it pertains to white supremacy. Thank you so much for that. And um, for the people that are in the UK, do you think that um, the BBC News um, program is a good um, source to get information from uh, over um, in that area?
8: Uh, let's see. Andrew, BBC? reputable. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> it's, it's a white controlled, uh, you know, media outlet. That's what it is, you know. Um, you know, um, it's good to get knowledge about the world from all sources, in my opinion. Um, you know, um, the BBC is one of those sources. But you've got, thank God, you know, you've got a whole heap of African news outlets that you can get knowledge and information from and you know and it's good to read books as well i mean you know you've got, you've got a whole world of books out there going right the way back by african african caribbean african american writers thank god uh you know we can read those books you know you've got news outlets it's, it's good to get news news from all sources that's what i would say and to, and this platform as well you know um this show has been running for years and you know <laughs> the recordings are all online this is good to get news good to get news from so the BBC's one outlet. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't rely on it personally. It's just one outlet.
8: Mm. Great recommendation there, Check. Okay.
7: Thank cool. you for that. Thanks
11: so much. I, just, I wanted to say one thing about the um the Capitol, um the thing that happened at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. When um I've always heard that black people shouldn't get tattoos because um It prevents you from getting um, decent jobs. And one of the Capitol police that almost got beat to death, um, they interviewed him, and he had, like, so many tattoos everywhere. I just just wanted to point that out. And thanks again, um, global people, for coming on and letting us know what's going on in the world. And thank you for having it, Gus.
8: Much obliged. Do what we can. Uh, our Bay Area mom, did you have a question? Should be with us.
11: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'd like to know from anyone, what are your flu, how, is the, how are they registering the flu? Because here, well, at least here in California, we're like 98% flu-free. So I just wanted to know what are your flu numbers, and I'll mute my line. And thanks for taking my call.
8: Hmm. Oh, interesting. Let's see. We we could get three different locations. Uh, Be in Toronto. Do you know the flu numbers for Canada?
7: Um. Thanks for asking, Gus. Um. My son was just telling me about it uh, just seconds ago. Uh, that the flu numbers tend to be is, uh, seems to be really low here. I'm just trying to pull up the exact statistic, um, but uh, that's that's an excellent question um, because I, I also do have it on my mind as to how are they capturing the flu numbers and whether or not um, the flu numbers are getting crossed over with the COVID-19 numbers. Um, because the um, uh, incompetence is abound <laughs> uh, among the medical profession uh, that unfortunately is mostly white. Um, but yeah, I'm looking up the uh, statistics right now, but based on what my son's report, uh, the, flu, the flu statistics are low. Hmm.
8: Fascinating. Okay. That would match what I've seen for the U.S. Uh, they said that it's been a little bit low because of all the COVID restrictions. Uh, and people having to stay at home or hand sanitize and all the re- distancing, that that has uh, lowered the flu rate also uh, for the U.S. But uh, let's see. Uh, Adam in Sweden, do you happen to know the, the flu numbers for, for Sweden? I have no idea, to be honest. I haven't thought about that.
9: But now i got homework, so... <laughs>
8: Still learning, they say. Still learning. Uh, let's see. Andrew in the UK. Do you happen to know what they're reporting on the flu in London?
1: No idea. No idea what the flu numbers are at all. I've never known. Never known.
8: Still learning. Still learning. Uh, yep. That'll give us all some homework. We can check uh, and, you know check and see more black doctors. Dr. Welsing, physician, third generation physician, in fact, Uh, be in Toronto. Yes, ma'am.
7: Yes, so sorry. I just wanted to uh, update on the flu statistics. Um, So this is um, data cumulative since September 27th, 2020 in week 40. Um, It says here for the covid Um, It was 103 um, uh, added cases for a total of 1,103 positive COVID cases. For influenza A, it was only 21 cases for a total of 402. And influenza B, this is really interesting. I never knew that there was an influenza A and an influenza B. Um, uh, That was at 82 cases for that week. Um, That's the only data that I can get so far. Um, But you can go on to Canada.ca Influenza Surveillance, and it has it on a weekly basis in terms of the statistics Compared to
8: COVID nineteen. Thank you. Much obliged. Be in Toronto. The cows listener supported counter racist radio invest. If you think the program is constructed, visit the blog racism hyphen Racism hyphen notes com paypal button is in the top right corner uh we're also on cash app Cash.app forward slash dollar sign decals much obliged for all the folks who have invested kept us on the air for a dozen years hopefully providing constructive information on what white supremacy racism is how it works keeping in mind global system that's one thing i am very proud We have had lots of global participation from day one all the way back to when we first got on the air. Lots and lots of folks on the program, guests and callers from all different parts of the globe. Uh, Let's see our victim of racism. Last caller. Did you have a question? Comment you wanted to get in also?
3: I'd to say something about Canada, because I'm from Canada. There's like uh, 708,000 cases. A lot of people are recovering 600,000 and uh, 17,095 uh, deaths. And um, the flu cases seem to be uh, very, very low. And there, there was an increase, uh, there's been, it's uh, COVID cases have been going down from July to September, and now since winter, it's gone up as of uh, January 4th, 2021. And I also want to say something about the, the suspected white supremacists in Canada. Uh, it, it, it appears that there's a, con, a Canadian connection with um, with the Capitol building uprising. There's a gentleman named, um, um, what's his name? His name is Galvin Dennis. And he he's the founder of the Proud Boys. And he's also the founder of Vice Magazine. So um, there's... Uh, There seems to be a connection between him and the uprising in the D.C. Capitol. And so there's a lot of, um, they call it white extremists, but it's really white, suspected white supremacists. And they seem to be having dialogue between the suspected white supremacists in the U.S. and the suspected white supremacists in Canada. So they seem to be uh working together. And um Canada in January uh eleventh, two thousand and twenty one, um the NDP, the NDP leader, I think his name is Singh, he wanted to uh designate the Proud Boys as uh as a terrorist group, even though the FBI in um, the, the FBI has already labeled the, the Proud Boys as, um, as an extremist group, so they've already been banned from Facebook. So, um, you know, it, it looks like there's Canada's participating in white supremacy just as much as anywhere else in the world, and I guess that's about it. Thank you.
8: Much obliged, uh victim of racism in Canada, uh close to these part of the world. Uh I was seeing they were just having reports uh in Canada uh they were calling it uh Trumpism. Uh and the the spread of Trumpism north of the border in Canada and how to deal with that and labeling this and that's what, like he was talking about with the Proud Boys and all of that. A global system of white supremacy and that's kind of the same thing uh that i was saying being in toronto i think henry in chicago some of the other folks that were saying uh as though it's just trump biden's not racist trumpism joe biden's not racist that's that's what we're saying justin trudeau is not racist he had those blackface photos and all that, that type of thing system of white supremacy you just have Left wing, right wing, it's all the same body system, racism of white supremacy, white men, white women, and white children. Uh, speaking of which, we will be here tomorrow. Datsi Bosk, uh, she is an Olympic cyclist, vegan, white woman. Uh, she does a lot of talking uh, about health and even health and racism. Uh, she had Dr. Milton Mills, who's a black male who does a lot of uh, great work. Uh, he's a physician uh, talking about racism and health uh, and talking about black people. Lots of black people are lactose intolerant, uh, but yet and still white people will come worldwide really and say, oh, man, if you want to be healthy and make sure you squash the Rona, drink lots of milk and get cheese. And in fact, I know at least here in the U.S., Uh, the dairy industry and the some of the major food processing uh, businesses they were saying that they had taken a big hit because so many of the restaurants have been closed and so people aren't eating out so they've had lots of food waste and it's been really hard for farmers just you know total dystopian type environment Uh, and so they were having some dairy farmers who were saying hey you know encourage more cheese you know get Extra cheese on every pizza, and you know, double cheeseburgers, and all this other craziness. They were saying come up with uh ways of extra bacon, you know, triple bacon on the subs, and all this different nonsense. This stuff that you do not need to eat anyway. Like, we should not be eating a whole lot of cheese to begin with, much less double cheese and extra cheese, uh, just so that they don't waste. Uh, From the Rona situation, Uh, but we'll be here talking about that tomorrow. Uh, Diet is so critically important. We talked about that yesterday. We talked about that a lot. Andrew was talking about people not wearing their mask and having comorbidities. One of those is being overweight. Being healthy in terms of what you eat, getting some exercise, all of the above. We will be talking about tomorrow in addition to white supremacy racism so tune in tomorrow we'll be back to our normal broadcast time 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific much obliged to all of our folks tuning in all over the world and our callers uh, from the u.s i hope it was worthy of your sunday i guess evening or afternoon depending on where you are Uh, We will do it again uh, next month. uh, So we'll be able to see uh, what the fallout is from the inauguration. uh, If there's any more violence, I guess by then, too, we'll have some time to see if there's any, you know, for real punishment. They uh, begin to uh, hold people accountable for the treasonous conduct that went down a few days ago. Uh, With that sobriety would be best. Very dangerous times worldwide. We will need our brain computer to make Excellent, high quality, maybe even life saving decisions. Uh, In addition to being sober, I would say let's hunker down, especially if you're in the U.S. A lot more firearms out and about, Uh, but certainly serious times uh, to consider if you're going to be out and about. uh, Be very alert uh, if people are around you and they're being loud, violent, hostile, man. No verbal confrontations, again, especially in the U.S.
10: Let's
8: see, getting some background noise. Uh, do try to get folks to use their mute button if possible. Let's see, figure out if I can. Oh, no, and the switchboard crashed, too. Anyway, uh, we will need to use our brain computer. So if you're out and about, my recommendation, make sure you're not on the cell phone we uh, doing anything else that's going to take your attention away. Be mindful uh, if people are around you and they're being loud and hostile. Get away. We do not need to be taking unnecessary risks uh, with everything that is going on, particularly if this is in the U.S. They could be armed. They might have friends, comrades with them who are also armed and looking to be violent. If you didn't leave your residence with a plan to engage in Mortal combat, disengage before any of that gets started. Get out of there. If you need to call the enforcement officials or whatever, you can do that as you are exiting. But no escalating, no verbal skirmishes with the way things are currently. Uh, let's see if you have to leave. You are sober buckled if you're driving you're not on the cell phone again we need to be vigilant additionally we're trying to do the small things we can to minimize contact with the mark Furmans of the known universe Uh just doing the small things that we can not being on the cell phone being buckled being sober minimizing contact creator we ask that you help us remain patient with other black people victims of white supremacy we ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times in all places each and every time we are in contact with another black person no name calling that is one of the easiest things that we can do Help minimize conflict with other victims of racism. Exercise a little bit of black self-respect. No name calling. Cal signing out. Thanks all for tuning in. Nigga, you so brainwashed.
2: I'm a victim, your brother. Problem?
8: You're
3: a victim. Yeah. I'm up. a victim of four hundred years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my condition. Mm-hmm. Even
8: my
1: conditioning has been conditioned.
0: (laughs) 18 plus.